This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. At Gross, Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, continuing our conversation on the NFC South. And guys, I want to put together a question here. Who is the best quarterback in the division? Because some people like to, to bet on this or at least pick winners of divisions and conferences just based upon who the best quarterback is. And in some ways, that's not the worst plan in the world or the worst approach in the world. So then who is the best quarterback in the division? Because to me, answering that is a little bit dicey. If you're asking who the best quarterback is to start the season, it's Derek Carr. We know that we're done. But who is the best quarterback going to be at the end of the season? Because we have, say, three young guys who could very well improve as the season goes along. Now, granted, there's probably a lot more pessimism concerning Kyle Trask because of his inaccuracies. But Desmond Ritter could be an unknown. He could be decent. And we have a number one overall draft pick in Bryce Young for the Carolina Panthers. So it's possible that one of these younger guys could step up and take over as the top quarterback in the division. So, Aaron, how do you see this sort of quarterback race playing out in the NFC South? Gosh, that's a great question. Because, I mean, Drake London has some pretty good weapons. I mean, Desmond Ritter, sorry, has some pretty good weapons. (laughs) So he's going to have... I know. <laughs> I'm thinking Drake wow, London as a This quarterback race got very twisted. <laughs> right? <laughs> Desmond Ritter is going to have the benefit of Drake London, Kyle Pitts. He's got some good offensive weapons there. And then Bryce Young, a rookie, you really don't know what you're going to have there. He's got DJ Chark, Adam Thielen. So I would be lying if I said which one is going to be the best at the end of the season because there's just so many unknowns in this division as we sit today. Obviously, I'm going to say Derek Carr, but there's should be some tremendous upside with those other two young guys, Joe. Bryce Young is. At the end of the season, we'll say Bryce Young is the best quarterback in the division, and it'll look that way for a while. I'm willing to completely eliminate Tampa Bay, and I'm leaning that way with Atlanta. We'll find out probably for sure by the end of this season. But, you know, even though they move on from DJ Moore in Carolina, they did bring in a couple of decent weapons there. But, uh, yeah, and they add to the backfield. Okay, well, I'll get Miles Sanders to help you out. You still got Chuba Hubbard. And let's not forget that, yeah, they had a terrible record the Panthers did last year. But this defense has some players, and it starts with Brian Burns. And it was pretty telling that, you know, after the trade, they end up getting the number one overall pick in Bryce Young, and the win total is seven and a half. 
and it's and it's not juiced. It's like seven and a half right down the middle. What what do you think in this awful division? I I do strongly believe. I, I don't think we're gonna see like oh Derek Carr, he just needed a, a change of scenery. This is what it is. Look how awesome he is. They, they just weren't able right. to untap all of his talent there. I, I actually think it's fairly obvious. And if it was just a little bit taller, I think it would be unanimous, right? Uh, among us. What, what do you think? I'd answer your own question. I mean, again, Derek Carr is going to start the season as the best quarterback in the division, but I do think Bryce Young is going to finish the season as the best quarterback in the division. And, you know, a lot of that can, can simply be due to the fact that, yes, you do have some sort of quasi-unreliable targets in Carolina. I mean, like, losing DJ Moore was significant, not just because he's a good mm-hmm. receiver, but the Panthers relied on him a good bit. Granted, you have a new coaching staff out in Charlotte, and so you're not exactly sure, you know, what DJ Moore's – Uh, you know, workload was going to be going in because, you know, new offensive philosophy, you can change up a lot of things. To me, Carolina, if there is ever going to be a case study in a team that can sort of buck the trend when it comes to rookie quarterbacks struggling out of the gate, it might be the Panthers. You've got, you know, good coaching staff, you know, a competent one at least. So you're starting there. This team wasn't awful last season. They just traded up to get the number one overall pick. And often, oftentimes, the team drafting number one overall was awful the season before. And so you have a rookie quarterback with just about nothing around him. That's not really the case here. And while, yes, you know, Adam Thielen and, you know, guys like that, like, it's not, uh, you know, DJ Chark, they have been injured a good bit. And so I don't know how reliable they are. Uh you know, Jonathan Mingo, you know, what's, what's his role going to be going forward? So, so I look at this and I say, you know what? Bryce Young does have a chance to succeed here. His mobility is a big game changer. And that's not really something you can say about any of the, any of the other quarterbacks, at least not reliably. He was really, really good at Alabama at not taking sacks, despite when he was facing pressure. His deep ball is unbelievable. Like his adjusted completion percentage is off the charts among rookies over the past several years. So all of the physical tools are there. Maybe it will take a little bit of time for him to develop, but given the schedule that the Panthers have, I would not be surprised if he develops a good bit more quickly than how rookies normally develop their first year. If you're going to make any kind of a Panthers bet, something you have to figure out is are they lying about how they're going to handle Bryce Young? Because they've been saying throughout the offseason, Andy Dalton is going to be our starter to get things rolling. Do you believe that? Uh, how long are they going to go with that? Because teams say a lot of things, and yeah, a lot of times a veteran quarterback comes in and is the starter. And maybe the plan is a switch at the middle of the season, and then the football happens. And then you're, or you're forced to do something like where quarterback is the glaring issue on the team and everything else looks all right. And if you just had a slight upgrade there, like, why are we wasting time? Like teams get to that point. Like, what are we doing? Let's just move this ahead. He's our number one guy. It seems like he's ready to go. Do we have to wait until week seven? 
or week eight after our week seven bye when we face Houston, then Indianapolis, then Chicago. I mean, that looks like the obvious spot if we're going to buy into them actually having Andy Dalton as a starter, Houston, Indy, Chicago after their week seven bye. But, you know, things change. So I think he might be forced into action earlier than that if you're buying into Dalton being QB1 to start. I think also the Panthers, one benefit that they have is their offensive line gave up the 11th fewest sacks last season. So pretty good offensive line in Carolina. That'll help. Uh, that'll certainly help. We also talked about uh, the Panthers' secondary briefly, and I think they're going to be just fine there. Safety Von Bell, per next-gen stats, generated 19 hustle stops since 2021, tied for fourth most among defensive backs, generated 13 mm. pressures. That's also really good among defensive backs. J.C. Horn, who we haven't talked about, he's spectacular. There are enough supplementary guys to fill out the secondary. Maybe we don't quite know who will start and who will play where. Uh, but I think the cupboard isn't barren in Carolina. I think the secondary will be just fine as far as containing opposing quarterbacks. I think that the Panthers could be in a, in a pretty good space. And even if Andy Dalton is the QB1 to start, I don't expect it to last very long. And look, Dalton wasn't terrible last year for the Saints. He was, he was serviceable. The Saints were competitive and were going after a playoff spot up until the last couple of weeks of the regular season. The Panthers are, are more and more convincing the more that I look into them, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one thing... I find interesting just to see how he does coaching wise is my former podcast host, D'Angelo Hall is now an assistant uh, for the defensive backs there in Carolina as well. Uh, you were talking about how that is a talented young group. So I'm excited to see how they perform this season. But yeah, the more I look at it, plus 370, is that what they are at Bet MGM? Mm -hmm. Somewhere around there. Um, I kind of like the Panthers. This is definitely wide open and going to be a division to keep an eye on. Uh. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You can make a case for anyone, right? Anyone. Yep. Not the box. You don't think so? You don't think Godwin, uh, they, they would have enough – 
I, it's the quarterback. No. I know. It's the rough. quarterback situation, yeah, with Baker. The depth is now gone. Injury's been a problem in recent yeah. years. Now they don't have depth, and then then it could just blow up. But what about exactly, the team that has yeah. In total. <laughs> in the Falcons, uh, yeah. You know, I I know we were we kind of teasing me about uh, not talking about Jameer Gibbs when we were previewing the Lions last year, but. I do, or yesterday, but I do think that we need to talk about B. John Robinson and an expectation for him. Because when you look at this Falcons offense, it is outside, outside run zone heavy. And to me, you know, when your offense is clicking that well in terms of those kinds of runs, it almost doesn't matter who the running back is. And it didn't last year. Uh, when you look at outside runs, the Falcons ranked fifth in success rate. So now you're adding a more competent running back there, and that's fine, but so what? Like, if you are already pretty good at outside runs, then you're going to hit a ceiling there. It's not like you're going to go from, say, 50% success rate on outside runs to 100%. It's not going to happen there. It's just going to be a, a smaller game. Maybe the Falcons are the best at that. Good for them. But that gap in terms of improvement, is not going to suddenly turn the Falcons into a contender. So what is B. John Robinson going to be doing to change this offense drastically? Is it going to be inside runs? Well, sure, the Falcons have a really good offensive line, one of the best in the NFL. So that may be something. Is B. John Robinson going to be more of a pass catcher in terms of shorter throws? That may be something to think about, but that's not going to turn this offense into something formidable to challenge the Saints and perhaps even the Panthers to win this division. To me, as much as we want to believe, as some of us want to believe that the Falcons can contend, I just don't see it at this point. I think some of the moves that they've made suggest that they think they're almost there. And I don't know why we're just assuming that at this rate, Joe. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, they, they just seem like an organization that's lost. And I'm not talking about the Bijan pick. There are some respected voices in the NFL that believe he's going to walk in and be a top five back year one. And yep. I don't think that's the craziest thought in the world. Okay, fine. Let's say that happens. When I look at this <clears throat> team overall, I don't know that there's a plan. And I'm just trying to figure out the direction. What is your bread and butter? You say Atlanta Falcons, what are you great at? Okay, if we're going to make a case for you to go to have a winning season, to win a very soft division, tell me something you're great at. And I don't have the answer right now. They would tell you, or Falcons fans would probably tell you, here comes B. John Robinson. And then you're going to have your answer maybe a month into the season. Okay, okay. You have a great rushing offense. Guess what? I don't want to back right. you. I don't want to bet on you to go over the win total. I'm not going to be betting you if you have a good season and you're laying points because of your great run game that you have. So, yeah, I the more and more I look at it, I don't like the direction this team is going. They do have a lot of holes on this team, but they figured that, okay, this is a move that doesn't this Ed feel like an over-the-top move when you take a running back that high? Like, we are so close. Just get us that, that great RB1 for the next four years. And we're going to be in the mix as NFC title contenders. Not seeing it. And I kind of don't think 
I don't think they're contenders really for the division, even though they have the second highest win total. And they already have Tyler Algier too. So I just don't, the whole Bijan Robinson thing is weird to me all the way around. Their defense is a work in progress as well. They did make some signings and trades, but just so many question marks. I think my favorite is the Panthers in this division. When it comes to the wide receiver position for the Falcons, they are thin. Yes. Mm. I, and look, I believe in Drake London. I think he can be a pretty solid <laughs> quarterback. Wide receiver Drake one. London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quarterback Drake London. I believe in him. I think he's going to be solid. But then who do they have after that? Like, then you're turning to your tight end, Kyle Pitts, which, I, I, I mean, he's been a bit of a disappointment. Yep. Like, okay, maybe, you know, you know, Matt Collins, Scotty Miller, him. who are these guys? Yeah. <laughs> right, they're they're no Cade Ottens. We know that much. <laughs> they are, yeah. The Falcons are thin at wide receiver, and then you Desmond Ritter is big. Like, are we to assume that Taylor Heineke is going to take over the reins at some point, and that's going to yes. make the Falcons a contender because he, like, you have been the in Falcons. I think we've come to an agreement <laughs> Jeff, here after this. Jeff segment. Okuda is going to save the secondary, apparently. Oh, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason why the Lions oh, made that trade. Because the mm-hmm. Lions have become competent in a lot of ways, especially when it comes to that secondary. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's time to predict the futures. Any sports fair game, and that's next right here on the BetQL Network.